0: Today's show is sponsored by Noom. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your free trial today at noom.com slash real life.
1: So this week's podcast is super special because on Wednesday, it's Jeff's birthday. So I thought the kids could come on and just say happy birthday. And one thing they love about their daddy. Okay, guys, you want to say happy birthday? Happy birthday, Daddy! Happy birthday, Daddy! Okay, hey, sis, what do you love most about your daddy? I love he takes me on dates. When he takes to you on. ice cream <gasps> and to get me a superhero PJ Mascot. <laughs> when he treats you to PJ car? Okay, Breggy. Maybe people can do that sometimes. Maybe people can do that sometimes. Okay, Breggy, Breggy. Tell, what do you, here, what do you love, what do you love most about your daddy? I don't want to go. Oh, okay, we'll stop there. Okay, thanks guys! You wanna say happy birthday, love you dad? One more time? Oh, are we gonna be daddy. done after Yeah, then we're gonna be all done. Happy, daddy. happy, happy birthday, daddy! Wait, now he wants to get. Up. Well, no, then we're gonna okay. do our say happy okay. birthday, daddy. Happy birthday, daddy. Happy birthday, daddy! We love you! We love, we you. love you, dad! Okay, uh-huh. thanks guys! What the-
0: Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life. Which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife Alyssa are your hosts and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. This week we have a really special episode. I thought I could have my mom come on just because she's one of my favorite people of all time (laughs) and so wise. And so we're gonna, um, I'm gonna interview her and just wanted to introduce you guys to her because she's one of my favorite people. But real quick before we start, like I said earlier, um, Wednesday is Jeff's birthday and he's gonna be 30, so the big 3 0. And I just wanted to tell you, babe, that I love you with all my heart. Happy birthday. Babe, I just love you so much. You are a man that um, I'm so thankful to follow and to be married to. You're my best friend. And um, I think the thing that sticks out to me the most is a few weeks ago, we had my parents over and we were talking outside. And we were just talking about something we're walking through right now and um, seeking wisdom in a difficult circumstance. And my dad turned to me and said, you know, Alyssa, you know that you can always trust Jeff, right? Like he is a man that is trustworthy. And I think that just speaks so many volumes to you, Jeff. You are... Trustworthy, and I trust you, and I'm so thankful I get to follow you. You are full of wisdom. You are one of the most integrity filled men that I know. And um, I just love how you seek the Lord and are at his feet and um, really seek wisdom and mentorship and are always going to the scriptures. And um, lately, it's been really sweet every time I come out in the morning to get my coffee, you're on your knees praying in our living room. So I just love you so much. I'm so thankful to be your wife, and I hope this. Weeks, birthday celebrations are the best and um, happy birthday. Okay, so I am so happy to have my mom on this week. She's amazing. You guys, she has this notebook right next to us full of scripture and notes of what I was going to talk about, what we want to talk about on this podcast. Um, my mom is one of my best friends and I wanted to have her on today because I think she is Um, Such an incredible mom, such an incredible cheerleader. She's one of the most wise people I know. She's a prayer warrior, and um, she is one of the most tenderhearted, compassionate um, women that just is at the feet of Jesus and seeks Him and surrenders to Him. You're one of the most strong women I know, full of bravery and faith and um, just always Seeking him in the hard and the good. And um, you guys, my mom is, the reason I am today that I love Jesus is because my mom has spent so many years discipling me and pouring into me and praying for me. And um, she not only prays for me, but she prays for Jeff and my kids. And um, she is a lot of the, does a lot of the behind the scenes for what Jeff and I do. She and my dad make it possible for Jeff and I to do what we do. Um, with whether it's behind the scenes, things with our business or watching our kids or just really being on the front lines praying for us. So I'm so honored that she's on today and so honored that you guys get to hear a little from her and her story and just what she has to share. So thanks for being on today, mom. Oh, you're welcome.
2: (laughs) This is way out of my comfort zone. But when Alyssa asked me, I thought, you know, in the Bible, it says, be ready to give a reason for the hope that's in you. And so I thought I need to do it because I do have the hope Mm -hmm. and I need to share that with people, even though I'm not real comfortable speaking in front of people and all that. And especially not being on
1: camera. That's, (laughs) 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 but it's good to be here. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. So what we thought we would do today is, um, I wanted my mom just to share a little of her, which I didn't even ask her, a little of your story, <laughs> just kind of introduce yourself, You're okay. growing up, what you love to do, that kind of thing. And then I just wanted to ask a bunch of questions about being a mom and a woman and what you love about the Lord and mm-hmm. what you've learned um, and just any wisdom you have to impart to us. So can you just tell the audience, just introduce yourself, how you're kind of your upbringing, um, things that you love to do, those kind of things? Well, I'm, let's see, I'm 62. And I
2: grew up, most of my life in um, Spokane, Washington, I was, our family is from Southern California originally. And when I was five, my dad took a job in Spokane, which was like the desert to all of us from Southern (laughs) California. So we moved up there. I grew up there um, when I was 10 or 11. Um, My mom found came to know christ and that totally changed everything for her everything for our family we started going to church um i came to know the lord when i was about 11 and my mom and i were baptized together and then i did go to a christian school um we all did after i graduated i'd always wanted to go to college and i did go to biola for two years And then I did transfer to Cal State Long Beach, ended up getting a degree in... Back then, it was called home economics. Now, I think they call it something different, or if they even have it. I don't know if they have it anymore. Right, but um, I think I, I originally wanted to be a teacher. I love English, but when I went to college, everyone said, oh, you can't teach high school. You need to be a grade school teacher, and I didn't really want that, so... All that to say, it was I loved college, um, it was hard and wonderful. My mom died when I was 19, my first year of college, um, but I also got to go to a Bible school in Austria, which was amazing. I made a couple of friends, some special girlfriends that I'm still friends with now. Um, and then after college, I met my husband, Ken. We met at Marie Calendar's. he was a manager and I was a, a waitress there. We ended up um, getting married. I think I was 24. We moved to Colorado Mm -hmm. um, for him to work. And then when I was 30, I had Alyssa. And she's our only child. And shes it's just been such a blessing um, to have her. So we lived there for about nine years. And then we moved to um, Washington State for 24 years. That's where Alyssa grew up most of her life. Mm -hmm. And after... um, ken retired we knew we wanted to get somewhere warmer and the kids were moving to maui so we said okay we're gonna go for it (laughs) (laughs) so we sold our house we quit our jobs we um put half of our things in a storage container the other half we sold and -hmm. we came and so here we are and we're just really excited to be close to them be close to the grandkids and Mm -hmm. so that's my story it's not real exciting but um mm. yeah it's just that's
1: us hey guys just wanted to interrupt this week's podcast to talk about our sponsor this week i'm really excited to talk about lively they deliver bras and undies that are high style and comfort for every category and i love them they offer a range of bra styles for all different body types available in 32A to 44DDD. You can choose from bralettes, t-shirt bras, push-up bras, all the things. Um, they, you can find the perfect fit on their website by using their fit guide that features um, help for customers and a step-by-step process for any bra type. And they're free and easy returns using a prepaid shipping label included in every package. It's basically where high style meets ultimate comfort. So I ordered some bras from their website. It was so easy, really great website. And you guys, I am in love. I haven't, okay, truth be told, I haven't worn a real bra like in five years. And this is the first one I've worn and it was so comfortable. It's beautiful. It just is everything and it fits Perfectly. So for a limited time, get $10 off your first order by visiting wearlively.com slash Jeff and Alyssa and enter the promo code Jeff and Alyssa at checkout. Only available in the US. So wearlively, W-E-A-R-L-I-V-E-L-Y.com. I hope you guys check it out and love it as much as I do. <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay, so mom, I when I think of you, I think of a woman who is really strong and brave and really trust the Lord. No matter what life throws at you, the disappointments, the griefs, the, um, the really great things too. I just see you faithfully seeking the Lord. So what is, what do you think has made you, um, like what, how have you grown to be strong and brave?
2: Well, The funny thing is, I don't think I am strong or brave. It's like I I still have fear and anxiety. But I was thinking about that question. And um, I feel like being brave is actually doing things going forward when you are still scared or Mm -hmm. anxious or fearful. Because um, that's what being brave is. It's not coming to the point where you feel awesome, and so now I can go do these things. It's actually doing them with God's help when you're still feeling that way. And so I feel like I've done that, but I still don't think of myself as brave. (laughs) But, um, oh, I just love some verses. I pulled them out, Um, Isaiah 41, 10. It says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look around you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I love that verse. and then. Also in Psalm 37 it says the steps of a man are established by the Lord and he talking about Jesus or God delights in his man's way when he falls talking about us he will not be hurled headlong because the Lord is the one who holds his hand and i love that verse because even though we might go through hard times um God is holding our hand and we're not mm-hmm. going to be just trampled you know yeah. I, I think of a uh, parent with their child and you're walking hand in hand and the child stumbles, but you've got them. And that's mm. how the Lord is with me. And so, um, I feel like the only way we can be strong and brave is through Jesus. So we just, we go forward, but in
1: him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so good. And I love that my mom brought those scriptures up because in high school, if you guys, um, know anything about my story I hated high school I wanted to get out as soon as possible it was really hard and I was really lonely and um, lunchtime was like my I dreaded because I didn't really have any friends. So I'd be the girl sitting by herself reading in the corner. But my mom and dad, um, my mom especially wrote all these verses and notes for me and put them in my lunch. And I remember those verses specifically she wrote and I would Mm -hmm. memorize them. And it was just so encouraging. So I just love that. Okay, so um, mom, what thinking back as um, thinking of you being a young mom and as you pour into me being a young mom, what is like one piece of advice that you would give or one thing um, that you would encourage young moms with? And I, I think just because, um, you know, it's hard being a mom, mm-hmm. you know, and that young right, moms, right. it's such a joy. Our kids are just I get so much joy from my kids, but it is um it can be exhausting at times or like, what am I doing? And I just feel like I'm constantly at the Lord's feet. Like, Lord, give me wisdom. How do I do this? What's going on in their hearts? How do I pour into them and love them? And I feel like it's so important. Um, I just, as I'm getting older, I think that Titus two is just like, so right on about how the older women are to Mm -hmm. pour into the younger women and, um, teach them how to love their husbands and raise their kids. And, um, and so I just really value older women's encouragement and mentorship and wisdom, and I feel like you've been such a s- source of encouragement for me. Um, and I think it's it's just the most encouraging thing as a young mom for an older woman who's been a, who is a mom to say like, "Wow, you're doing a great job. I'm so proud of you." And I think a lot of us young moms we either have our our moms have passed away or we don't have good relationships with them or whatever it may be. So if you're just thinking of moms out there, young moms who are in the trenches, what piece of encouragement would you give them?
2: Well, I think um, when you were little, um, because I had lost my mom and we didn't live around family. And so I feel like we didn't have a great support system. So it was kind of, on us in a way. Mm-hmm. And but we only had one child too, which I think is really different than when you have two or three. So <laughs> now that's just
1: three grandkids. <laughs> yeah,
2: really. Um, it is easier when you just have one. So I don't wanna sound like all oh, this is what you need to do. But I would just say, um, just be in the word. I mean, really try however you can, mm-hmm. even if it's one verse a day, two verses a day, keep your relationship with the Lord. Um, strong because he is your help during the day. There's going to be times where no one else is around to help. You know, you might, you know, your child might fall, cut their hand. I mean, there's just so many things that can happen with children. And I just feel like God is your daily strength. You know, he does say, um, he daily bears our burdens with us. And so I would say, find a way to stay in the word, like maybe get a friend who wants to do a little Bible study with you, um, you don't have to be legalistic about okay. It's going to be every Tuesday at nine o'clock. Make <laughs> right. it work for the two of you. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're you're staying in there, and just if you can have someone to walk life with. You know, text prayer requests. Oh, I'm having a horrible day. That I didn't have that. That would be amazing, mm-hmm. and that's one good thing um, about you know cell phones nowadays. You can do that. And then the other thing is don't get too um, the word, <clears throat> keep your focus with your family and your kids. Don't get to, um, what do you call it? off the track with all kinds of different things trying to do everything yeah just um nobody can do everything Mm. some people are way better at doing way more and they seem to have energy from 6 a.m to midnight (laughs) and that was not me or me (laughs) yeah so i mean i worked with a couple gals because i did work part-time that they would work all week full-time they'd go home they'd go to the grocery store they'd make um a dessert or something, meals. and or the just like, wow, how do they get that energy? Mm-hmm. So just look at your life um, with your family, your husband, your children, and keep going where in your lane. You know, mm. don't do the comparison game. That would be the second thing. Um, you know, when your children are young, it can seem long, but looking back, it's actually a pretty short time. And so, make the sacrifice to be there for them, be their mom. Mm. Um, because later in life, like with Alyssa and I, just having that adult relationship or relationship with your kids when they're adults is so, it's very precious, Mm -hmm. extremely precious, especially as you get older. Um, if you're going through trials or health problems, just being able to have your children close to you, it's just, it's really precious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'd say to moms with little ones.
1: That's so good. Okay. Which... I just love that. And I think that is a message for us today, especially I think on Instagram or social media, it's so easy to, and I've talked, we've talked about this tons on the podcast, but it's so easy to look and say, oh, she's so great at this and she's so good at this. And you start to feel like you should be able to do all those things. Or it's so easy to start comparing like, oh, their family is like that. I, I need to be like that. And so I love what you said to just, really stay in your lane and not to compare yourself. People have different energy levels and, um, to, you know, have your friends that are the SOS friends, like, Oh my gosh, I'm literally in my closet crying right now eating chocolate because I need a break from my children. Um, I think that's so, or what do I do here? I think that it really, the friends that I have that I do that with are so precious. Cause I mm-hmm. feel like you know, they're praying for me that moment. They get it. We're like doing the battle together and it's really sweet. Um.
0: What's up guys, Jeff here. I just want to take a quick break to about one of this week's sponsors and that is care.com. You know, we love care.com. We have had them sponsor this show before. If you don't know who they are, they're an easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. So I think they have access to over like 8.6 million caregivers, across 16 countries, and they're the world's largest digital marketplace for care. So um, you're sure to find caregivers you need, like nannies, sitters, housekeepers, senior care, dog walkers, um etc they're absolutely awesome now i don't know if you can hear lucy in the background crying but she's the best she's incredible she wanted to say hi to you guys while i'm doing the ad but the one thing um we love about care is they're the world's largest digital marketplace like i said for finding and managing family care so now at care.com you can find care for everyone in the family whether you need child care where you're at work or you want to line up a date night that's what me and Alyssa um usually are almost always getting a sitter for is for our date nights um, and the cool part is it, it, it makes it just simpler for families everywhere. So they provide access to a variety of background check options you can purchase to help you make the best hiring decision. And you can join for free as a basic member and start searching for great local caregivers. So like I said, we love it. I actually love how incredible of a resource it is. And it's so smart um, and thoughtful and how it can tailor exactly to your needs. And so that's what we absolutely love. The sitting and the um, nanning is incredible. And then especially with their level of background checks, So we want you to save 30% off uh, a care.com premium membership. So if you go to care.com slash real life, when you subscribe, you'll get 30% off. Um, On top of that, want to make sure you hear that. So that's care.com slash real life.
1: Okay. So then moving to having teenagers and granted, I know there was only me, but when I think back to my teenage years, and I think this is why I had such a heart for high schoolers for so long, I did high school ministry. It's when I really started to walk with the Lord. Um, when I moved to Maui, I did an internship with the youth pastor pouring into high schoolers. And so I feel like I just had such a heart for that age but I think a huge reason for that was because that's when I started to really walk with the Lord but when I think of those times I think of my mom and just I feel like that's when we became so close and I remember after any event or party or youth group my mom would always be waiting up for me when I got home just to like talk about how it went or to process it and I feel like we stayed up for so many late nights talking and I feel like you were there just to really encourage me and pray for me and lead me in wisdom. And a lot of those nights I came home crying and you were there for me. And so I just really treasure those times. And, um, and so what would you say to, um, moms who to look forward to that season or to moms who are in that season of teenagers or even for girls that are, you know, we have a lot of people that, um, work with high schoolers. What would you say to that age group? Well, I think for
2: moms of teenagers, the first thing I thought of was, um, if at all possible, be home when your kids get home from school. And I know high school, there's a lot of people might homeschool or which is a little bit different. But um, a lot of times, like one year you got out earlier, and then it was later. Mm -hmm. And I did work part time at a church. And I praise the Lord, I was able to arrange my schedule so that I could take Alyssa to school and I could pick her up because I think when they come home from school, um, even if they don't talk a lot, like Alyssa does share, but I know some kids don't share, but maybe especially boys, they just kind of come home, but be there, make a good snack, just be available if they do want to talk. Or if you notice it seems like something's wrong, you can just pray and then ask them, Hey, what's going on? Um, the next thing is i feel like be willing to ask forgiveness when you make a mistake or you know i think a lot of times as parents we think we're perfect and our kids aren't but we do make mistakes and we need to ask them to forgive us so they know we're real people and it's such a um an example to them when you've wronged someone you go to them and ask Mm -hmm. forgiveness and then um another thing, be excited for what they're interested in. Um, even if it's not something you're really interested in, mm. you know, let them try it, encourage them without pushing them into it. Like for instance, if you really want your child to be good in a sport because you were, just be really careful, make sure that's their interest too. Um, and yeah, so just provide the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um. The next thing is be on their side. I remember, mm. be there, be their safe place. When Alyssa was in, high, I think it was you were a sophomore, she came home, but it was maybe a day later. You told me that in PE there oh, yeah. was two different boys that came up and pushed you and slapped you on the bottom, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What? That is not happening." Yeah. <laughs> so. We went, uh, so I told her, I said, honey, you need to tell your teacher. And the teacher was a woman. And mm-hmm. I said, if you feel too shy or embarrassed to do that, I will come and talk to her. So Alyssa did that. She told me, and the teacher was like, this she is went not off happening. The rails. <laughs> she gathered all the students. She yeah. told them this is not happening. Boys, you're not ta-. It was such a good
1: mm-hmm. thing. And I
2: think as um, parents, we really need to do that for our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, be their advocate. Yeah, be their advocate for that. And um, then the last thing I'd say is just keep telling your children you love them, hug them, kiss them, do it in public, even if they act embarrassed. They will remember, oh, my parents really loved me. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, especially maybe junior high. They, oh, don't touch me, you know, <laughs> boys. But I don't care. You're getting a hug. You're getting a kiss. Mm-hmm. And within reason, I mean, obviously. But... Um, that would be the other thing I'd say.
1: That's so good, (laughs) mom. Oh, I love those times. And I think you were, you've always been so good too at really encouraging my dreams. I feel like you always were having conversations like, well, what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? And I feel like my mom was a huge reason why I did so many things, why I traveled Europe when I was 16 and went on mission trips. And went out of state to college and did a program in Israel for, um, study abroad. I feel like you were just always so encouraging and you would get really excited with me and you would pray for me. And I know sometimes it was hard. You're, you you did not want me to leave or be apart, but I just always felt so supported. And I remember when I got accepted to come to Maui, my parents just like partied with me. You guys were (laughs) so excited. So I just love that about you. Well,
2: I think with your children, you really have to hold them with open hands, you know, mm. to the Lord. Because, you know, I just, we wanted you to love Jesus, follow him. But we knew that meant, hmm, might not be with us around. Mm. So it's just, it's kind of a give and take, you know.
1: Yeah. So that's so good. Okay, so um, my other question I wanted to move into is... Just thinking about wives and um, you guys have been married for 36, 37 years. It'll be
2: 38 in August.
1: OK, which is so amazing. <laughs> um, And my dad is really amazing. Maybe one day t- one time we'll bring him on the podcast. But um, I just love your guys's marriage. And not that it's always been a walk in the park at all, but I feel like you guys have when I hang out with you guys, you still really enjoy one another and laugh with each other. And I, I remember just a few months ago, my friend Bianca was driving and Maui's really small. It's like a small town. And she was driving and she texted me and she's like, I just passed your parents in the on the highway and they were totally cracking up laughing together in the car. And I just love that. I'm like, that's what I want Jeff and I to be like when we've been married that long. Um, but also I feel like you've just been so faithful to dad and just my dad has gone through some really hard health issues, um, a couple cancers currently walking through cancer and back surgery. And um, and I feel like you've just been his advocate and you've been his helper and you've um, walked alongside him through the fire. And I just so look up to you as a wife and how you support him and follow him. And um, so what, for me even, what would you say for wives? Like what encouragement or wisdom, what nugget of truth mm-hmm. would you give?
2: You know, it's funny. You had mentioned that you might ask me that. And I thought, no, I don't want to answer that oh. because sometimes <laughs> I, I feel, oh, you know how you've the feelings that, you know, you're upset because they do this or don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, but I will say that, um, just walking through right now that it's, we're on a rough journey of unknowns and Mm -hmm. I just keep thinking of when you get married, you know, um, do you promise to love this person in sickness and in health till death do you part? And to me, I feel like that is, if I made that promise, that is what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, Jesus is always there to help you, um. I'm really fortunate in that Ken loves Jesus. And um, so I know the Holy Spirit works in his heart, you know. Mm. Um, I know some of you might be married to someone who doesn't love Jesus, and I feel like that's a little bit more difficult. But I know that God, he is our hope for marriage. I feel like, um, I know people that are not, they don't love Jesus, and they have a good marriage. But, you know, if you really look at their marriage, they're actually kind of following biblical principles. I think right. that's why that's they are, mm-hmm. you know, but I would just say um, just because that was the promise I made. Mm-hmm. So when times are hard, um, I do think it really, it's helpful because Ken has, he's funny, has a good sense of humor. And when a guy has a good sense of humor and makes their wives laugh, <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> but another thing too, I just feel like, i can't really make him do things you know so Mm -hmm. what i do is like if we've had a conversation and i feel like you know i think he's really in the wrong what i will do is i'll just pray and say lord would you please the holy spirit convict him if he's wrong and if i'm wrong convict me Mm -hmm. so that my mind can be at ease and we can go forward and i have to say every single time i pray that i think i'm the right one but probably at least 40% of the time, um, no, about 40% of the time, I'm, I realize I was in the wrong.
1: So my mom's right most of the time. Yeah, maybe. No, no,
2: no, no. So what I mean about half, it's about half and half. In other words, it's like, you know, half the time, yes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's me. Yeah, wow. And I just feel like that has really made a big difference mm. because as wives, we can't force our husbands to change and do this and that. Um, yeah, it's, a lot of it is just how we love them. Our behavior could bring about a change, but I do really think the Holy Spirit works within us mm-hmm. to make us more like Jesus. So if you pray, the Holy Spirit's going to be working in your husband. Mm, so true. Yeah, I've just seen it so many times mm-hmm. in our married life. I would say that's the biggest thing that I have learned to do if there's um, either a disagreement or something you feel like No, that's wrong. He's wrong in that.
0: Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Noom. You guys know we've talked about Noom before. We love Noom. And the thing I love about him... specifically is that I don't have to go hunting for a bunch of different training apps and workout apps and uh, meal plans. This has it all in one place. It's one program uh, that I can kind of concentrate and use to kind of better myself uh, in the health and fitness categories. I absolutely Love it. The cool part is, it just offers better self-care. You um, gives you more energy. It Gives you tailored, custom plans that feel like you have an absolute personal trainer with you. I love it too because it also is a habit-changing solution that helps you learn to develop new relationships with food and fitness and other things that are very, very personalized. Um, it's not a diet. It's a healthy and easy stick, uh, easy to stick to way of life. And I love it because it's based on cognitive behavioral approach. So stuff that's actually right and makes sense and has science to back it up. It's the best. It's awesome guys. So we want to hook you guys up so you don't have to change it all in one day. You can just start with small steps and you can start making a big progress. That's how I have when I get up early and work out. So you sign up for your free trial today at noom.com slash real life. Again, that's noom.com slash real life to start your free trial.
1: Yeah. And I think it's even sweeter when you see the Lord answer your prayers through your husband. And it's and he doesn't maybe he doesn't even know you were praying about it oh, he or never knows. Yeah. <laughs> or but I feel like not necessarily when they're wrong, but even if you've been praying about something like whatever and they it happens or the Lord moves in that and then you can say, "Wow, I was praying for that, babe. Isn't that so cool?" I feel like then they get to see a, you get to see a picture of God together and like how big he is or like, wow, you prayed that for me. Like, right. thanks for going to the Lord's feet on my behalf right. in that area, yeah. I think. But I love what you said about how Jesus, the Holy Spirit is our helper. And he really does convict our hearts and speak to us. And I think that's um, such a gift that the Lord, you know, I am um, a f- few months ago, our friend gave a message at church about the Holy Spirit. And in the verse in the Bible, it says, Jesus says, I'm sending, I'm leaving you now, but I'm sending someone better and the Holy Spirit. And I remember really wrestling through that. I'm like, Lord, how can any, how can the Holy Spirit be better than you, Jesus? Like, why can't you just be here with me right now? And um, the past few months, the Lord has really taught me so much about the Spirit and how he is better because he's with us all the time. Like right. Jesus was a man, human, right. and the spirit is with all of us and mm-hmm. speaks to us and reminds us of God's truth and intercedes on our behalf and advocates for us and is our counselor. And I think that's mm-hmm. what a gift that we have in the Holy Spirit. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So to the last question I had was my mom kind of told you guys about how. They sold everything in Washington. They had this house for 24 years that was um, my mom made it so beautiful. And you're such a you're such a homemaker and make things just really restful and peaceful. And um, you sold it and you sold half of your things and you moved to Maui, um, retired, quit your jobs. And when you moved here, it wasn't quite as you expected it would be. Um, So I was wondering if you could just share maybe with people listening, maybe your journey with that and um, maybe expectations you had and how it didn't quite happen with that. Because I think a lot of us in life, we live with disappointment or things just don't go as we expected it to go. Um, And so I would love for you just to share your journey and what God has taught you, what God is teaching you um, through that. Okay. well, this is
2: another question I didn't really want (laughs) to (laughs) answer because I feel like I'm still kind of working and struggling through it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think when we moved here, we rented a really tiny little place, which we're still living in. We were going to buy a condo and I just expected that I would easily make new friends at church, my women, my age, and I'd be able to find a part-time job, which was my plan because I'd worked my whole life. Um, and neither of those things really happened. We, I looked and looked and looked for a job, couldn't find anything. And now a lot of times they're online anyway. So I was thinking, well, they're probably looking at my age, you know, they don't want me. Um, and then Ken, my husband, he started having some health problems um, with his back. And so for the first, I would say almost year, we were kind of working through that, getting the insurance in place. And then so by the time we started looking to buy a place, the prices had just gone up exorbitantly. And so we were kind of priced out of buying anything. And so I thought, well, okay, we'll just make this our little place a home. And so it was just a lot of those things. Um, Within that, there was joy in that, you know, we were with you guys, there was the grandkids, the beauty of Maui with the ocean and the sunshine was so amazing after living in Seattle for 24 years. They just have a lot of gray skies there. (laughs) I'll (laughs) leave it at that. (laughs) But I have friends that love it there. So, Um, but then when we, so I think I was still struggling. I certainly don't have the answer, but I will say that with the current journey that we're on, because last fall we, um, Ken was diagnosed with a different kind of cancer, which is not the kind that you can just do one treatment or surgery and take care of it. It's, I think it's going to be a journey. And it's been really hard. It was very um, devastating at first. But mm-hmm. throughout it, God has just He's brought some healing. He's provided for us. And now we've been um, traveling back and forth to L.A. for treatment because it wasn't really available here, which wasn't what we were expecting either. And I think through this, it's just made me realize I kept, before I was constantly looking to the future, when I, when we Mm. get this, then we will do that. When, 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 then, you know, if, then when. And now it's like, I think God is teaching me that my life is now, Mm. we can make preparations for the future, but that is not my focus. My focus is the life he's given me. And can right now, I just, Actually, when I pray, a lot of times I just open my hands and say, our lives are in your hands. I don't know what's going to happen. But um, God has given me a lot of peace through that. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy what we have now, live now. Um, and he's so faithful to bring just little blessings, mm-hmm. right, and love that we're totally not expecting. Um, and throughout our time here, you know, we... some out of the blue some friends gave us an amazing cruise we got to go on totally paid for just things like that even though I feel like we can't really afford to buy a home Mm -hmm. just because I love to travel too just he's been so good just in that and um, different people on our street that pray for us and that have come around us and Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's what I'm learning just life for me for us right now is it's uncertain but and the journey is hard for me. I know what's at the end of it because can know we know we're going to be in heaven with Jesus, which is amazing. It's just the journey sometimes is hard. Really hard. So just being in the word, that's the biggest thing I would say. You know, I've been really spending a lot of time in the Psalms, which is so amazing to me, um, praying and just, yeah, I'm sorry, that was kind of long.
1: <laughs> no, I loved it. And can you share with them what your word of the year was? Well,
2: it was refuge. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really put that down here from your um, the questions I knew you were going to ask me. Yeah. But I will say that was just kind of the word that kept coming up when I was in the Psalms. And God it really has been a refuge. And when you think of a refuge, you think of a refuge is in the place of like a war or a... Mm. A difficult place, like even in Psalm 23, it says, God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So if I'm, you know, everything's perfect in my life, we're living on this island, I don't necessarily need a refuge. Mm -hmm. But when things aren't exactly as we would like or want, God has been my refuge and it's, it's really amazing. I just, I feel like I've only barely scratched the surface of spending time with him and getting to know his love Mm -hmm. for me. Um, yeah, it's just incredible in that way. Yeah. Just His care for me. Um, yeah. And I will say, I mean, obviously I still pray about everything, but I was just thinking the other day, You know, Philippians 4, 5, and 6, where it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I've loved this verse forever, Mm -hmm. because I tend to be kind of anxious and fearful. But, you know, the other day I realized, in that verse, God doesn't necessarily promise to answer our prayer That we're praying Mm. but what he's promising is that his peace will guard my heart and mind and so that is the most important thing is Mm. what's going on inside my heart um that's more important than physical i think things that i'm praying for and i do pray a lot Mm. and god answers a lot of those but the main reason is he's changing me inside and providing that peace. Mm,
1: that's you so know. good, mom. Yeah. So, mm. well, I don't really have much else to say other, because that was so good. And I'm going to take that one with me and um, really cherish that truth. So thanks so much for all that you oh, shared, mom. I just welcome. feel like you encourage my heart so much. I know you're going to encourage so many listeners mm-hmm. just so full of the love of the Lord. It just um, shines through you. So, yeah love you so
2: much. Oh, I you too. Hey, I want to say one more thing, oh, just okay. in walking yes. through a difficult time. I was just thinking, um, I don't want people to think I have it all together mm-hmm. because during this journey, um, with Ken's cancer, a really good friend of mine that lives in Washington. I tell you, I've cried to her. She's, um, she's been there for me. And so just because something is hard, um, you don't have to even though it's been hard, there've been tears and grief. I still have that, that peace and love from the Lord in my heart. So if you're in a difficult place, don't feel like, oh, I should be just, everything's okay. I don't think that's Mm -hmm. what is expected. But in those times when it is rough, you know, go to Jesus before you go to anyone else and then, um, pray for, you know, encouragement and he'll bring people your way. And then you can reach out to people to help, but make sure you're going to Jesus. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. I just but, wanted to add that because I do
1: not have it all together. <laughs> Nor do I. But no, I think that's so good. And I think it can be so, <clears throat> I think with our phones especially, it can be so easy to send that quick text sort of call or um, go online or whatever. And I think in this era where we have that at our fingertips and it's the fast pacedness, I think there's a new we need to step in to that spiritual formation of running to the Lord first right. and pouring our heart out before Him. And I think a lot of that is in the unseen. Like it's not seen, it's not, um, people don't see it and there's not instant gratification or whatever. But I think that's what the Lord desires of us. Right. You know, there's so much scripture about being in the secret place with him and in the inner room and pouring our heart out to him. And, um, and that's when your faith is built. That's when he encourages you and the Holy Spirit ministers to you. And then exactly go to friends and be encouraged. And I think the Lord answers that prayer a lot by, um, through other people. But yeah, having that unseen, um, time with the Lord is so beautiful and precious and I think that's well and you know
2: God's word has the answers for what Mm -hmm. we need I mean I was just um first Peter it talks about that you know his divine power grants to us everything we need for life and godliness and then in Psalm 121 Mm -hmm. our help comes from the Lord so um, that's why I was saying for young moms, you know, we just, we really need to be in the word. It doesn't have to be three hours of Bible study if right. you can't do that. But his word
1: really is just what we need for mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, well, thanks so much, you guys, for joining us. Thank you, Mom, for being on. Um, you're
2: welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to post on Instagram when this comes out, and I would love just to hear your feedback of what encouraged you, what ministered to you, questions you have. Um, would just love to hear your thoughts. So hope you guys have a great week, and we love you. Bye.